You know, I, I try very hard to be me at the racetrack. You know, I, I try to maintain who I am at all times. And, you know, training is our full-time job. We just get to drive race cars on the weekend. You know, that, that's really how it works in our sport. Hey guys, I'm the car driver James Hinchcliffe, and you are on the road to Spain on WGN. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline Studio. And excited to have on the line with the biggest personalities, the NTT Data IndyCar Series, co-host of the great Off Track with Hinch and Rossi podcast, and driver of the number 26 Honda for Andretti Autosports. He is the mayor of Hinchtown, the Honorable James Hinchcliffe. Welcome to WGN. Thanks so much for having me on. No, it's great to have you on, especially in these hypercharged political times. It's great to have a diversion of racing and entertainment and all that kind of stuff. But with the title of mayor, has anybody approached you for an endorsement to any of the candidates? No, amazingly not. I mean, I, I feel I feel like I've, I've actually figured out the trick to politics, right? It's just create your own town and name it after <laughs> yourself, and then you're a shoe in to be running the place. <laughs> That's good. That's like the way an instructional DVD series on how to be your own uh, dictator, you know, or whatever, or or just leader of your town, just a, a benefactor for the yeah, for, exactly. for exactly. the for the people. When it comes to to racing, you have always been one of those guys that's brought more eyes to racing in IndyCar. Twenty thousand more were at Indianapolis for the Harvest GP. Talk a little bit about just you know what it was like to be back racing course at iconic location and have the fans there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously, uh, we're very lucky, you know, that we've been able to get as many races in as we have, you know, with, with all the challenges that everybody's facing in, in 2020. It's been great to see, you know, across all sports, we've, we've kind of managed to, uh, to pull it all together and, and put on some shows for the fans. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, fans haven't been present at a lot of them. Um, you know, the, the big one that we felt obviously was the Indy 500, not having anybody in the stands there, but, uh, you know, not only everybody was watching at home, you still want to go and put a, put a good show on and, Luckily, when we were at the, the Harvest GP a couple of weeks ago, we were able to have some fans back in the grandstands. And well, anytime you're at Indianapolis driving an Indy car, it's great. And to be able to share that with the fans in person this time was, was definitely awesome. And, you know, we've got our season finale coming up at, uh, in St. Pete here, and we're going to have 20,000 fans there. So, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of have some of these races and, and get to put on these shows for people in, in the stands there. Yeah, it's it's great to have the people back. And one of those things that racing has tried to do, NBC has done with a lot of their coverage. And, of course, you guys have always been encouraged. And this is something that you've always done, is kind of bring out the personalities of the drivers, of yourselves, of, of others. And during the pandemic, people have had a little more time. The podcast that you guys have done, you've done for, for quite a while now. Talk a little bit about how that maybe has been an outlet at a time when, you know, there's just not a lot going on, not a lot that people are able to do. but but fans are excited to hear you guys kind of interact and have fun regardless. Yeah, it's, it's been sort of fun, actually. It's been an interesting development with the podcast because, you know, Alex and I, Alex Ross and I started it a few years back, and, and it was fairly loosely done. You know, it was, uh, <laughs> it was we tried to do it every other week, but we didn't really do it every other week. And we had a bit of a format at first, but then we stopped kind of fun. It was just a pretty free-flowing thing, and, and then amazingly, for some reason, you know, Sirius XM asked us if we could be on their network and, and play on the Dan Patrick show. And we're like, why do you want to do that? <laughs> why? And, uh, 
and, and, and yeah, it was kind of shocking, but we said, sure, you want to do that. And that came with the caveat of having the weekly episodes and, you know, a, a definitive amount of time. It's got to be at least 40 minutes kind of thing. And, and it's got to be consistent. And so it sort of forced us to take it a bit more seriously in a sense. And, um, and yeah, the timing was kind of interesting because it was right around when everything started shutting down and it gave us a bit of an outlet. It gave fans a bit of insight into, you know, what was happening in our worlds and, you know, how we were seeing and uh, seeing it and, and what we were hearing about, you know, how we were originally going to go back to racing. And then it, uh, you know, when, when you watch a race on TV, you see the cars for two hours and then you get 30 seconds with the top three drivers and you don't get a lot of time to see the personalities and all the rest of it. And so it has been kind of a fun way to connect with fans and, they obviously learn a lot more about us, and you know we, we talk a little dirt about the other guys, so they learn a little bit about the other people in the series too. But it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's not the kind of thing that maybe a focus group would say. People need to know this, you know, as far as the the sandwiches and you know and all the kind of stuff that you guys do when you talk about teams and teammates. We talk to drivers all the time about how they you know support each other and advise each other and give inspiration and insight and all that kind of stuff. But you think about Alexander and you guys, it's a perfect combination just of the personalities. And would you say you know that you're one of those guys that's helping kind of bring him? I don't want to say necessarily out of his shell, but help I guess America and the world kind of see he's a pretty funny entertaining guy too yeah for sure for sure i mean we, we've we've joked about it in the past i mean it was certainly not done intentionally when uh, when we decided to do this but you really couldn't have gotten two different person like two more different personalities than you guys you know it's, it's kind of it's the perfect yin and yang situation and uh and it's true for that, that same reason i was telling you you know when, when you watch if you just watched racing on tv you just know alexander rossi is this aggressive driver who you know likes to throw hands up in the air when it's pissed off so poorly and then drive like a bat out of a hell. You know, it, it, you don't see all of Alex. And I, and I obviously know him quite well. He's a friend of mine, and, 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 I, and I love getting to... You know, I think you're right. I think you can say I think you can say getting him out of a shell a little bit. And I like doing that with a lot of guys. You know, I, I try very hard to be me at the racetrack. You know, I, I try to maintain who I am at all times. And that's something I, you know, I, I, I consciously try to do. A lot of guys are very different at work than they are at home, and I get that. But uh, I, I love, you know, having the opportunity to, you know, bring some of the guys on the show as well, and uh, and let people know that, you know, a lot of these drivers, you know, we were more than what you just see at the racetrack a lot of times. There are some really fun personalities out there, and Alex is certainly no exception. Yeah, well, and I think it's a service, a public service that you're doing right too, is because it is a sport with cars and helmets, and like you said, so little of that personality can really be seen, and maybe not the full personality can be can be seen just on the on the broadcast during the race. Well, racing doesn't define you, you know, dancing with the stars and all that. That's you know, a crazy experience to go, you know, where America gets to know you, and you don't have the car to protect you from uh, from what it is that you're doing. You got to learn new things and dance and be good at. It. You got to be athletic, and, you know. And back to the days when maybe drivers. Were either chain smoking or heavy or any of that. Like drivers are great athletes now, and you have to stay in shape as best you can. If you're a devotee to the uh, podcast, you'll know that you just recently are moving your home gym to protect yourself not only from being out of shape, but also coronavirus. You and your wife, and so you want to be, you know, in the best condition possible. And some of that adds to some of the supplements and things that you do and can advocate for. So let's talk a little bit about the B1 Performance Patch. There's a lot of things on the market. This one has got a real kind of cast of supporters. You know, when from all walks of of athletic notoriety, right? And you're there too. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. I mean, the the, the training element, I think, of of being an engine car driver is something a lot of people they overlook. You know, they they don't understand the, the kind of forces that drivers are subjected to, and so they don't understand how physically fit we really do have to be. And 
you know, training is our full-time job. We just get to drive race cars on the weekend. You know, that's, that's really, that's yeah. really how it works in our sport. And so the, the training does become so, so important. And, uh, I got introduced to the, to the B1 patch and I'll be honest, I've, I've always been pretty skeptical of any kind of supplement things. I've always tried to sort of just do it on my own. And, you know, I, I was approached with this and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's great. You know, I, I heard the, the pitch, you know, and, um, and he's like, Hey, look, you know, Jerry's the you know, owner of the company. And he's like, Hey, look, all these athletes are using it. I said, cool. And, you know, Tom Brady was trying it apparently. I'm like, all right, I guess he knows a thing or two, but. I, I, I wanted to try it for myself honestly before I ever put it, you know, anything into my body during a, during a race or in a race car. And so he said, here, do me this test. Try this patch for a week and while you're training and see how you feel. And I started wearing this patch every day for a week while I was training. And there was no doubt in my mind by the end that the what I saw in the games in terms of just the last the last little bit of the workout, you know, you're you're longevity, your endurance would improve, uh, your fatigue would fall, you know, it wouldn't be quite as quite as taxing, quite as draining. And that's one of the biggest things in the in the race car is the last ten laps. You know, you need to be as physically sharp and as mentally sharp as you are at the start of the race if you're gonna try to win. And and that's where it was really helping. You know, I, I did feel stronger, I felt more alert. And so I started using the race car. I, I haven't been in a race car without one of these patches on me ever since then. And, wow. you know, and then recently with all the coronavirus stuff, you know, we've, we've learned and there's been a lot of research done that thiamine, which is one of the active ingredients in the patch, you know, all natural, everything in the patch is natural, but thiamine actually is a huge immunity booster as well. And so it can help fight off, you know, the chances of catching something, or if you do have something, it can help with symptoms. And, and that's not me making a pitch. There's a lot of research out there about this. You know? yeah. and so it's, it really is uh, one of these products that is, is backed by science, is backed by the research, and I mean, I swear by it. I mean, that's super high praise and you need to be laser focused and fine tuned and, and all that stuff, especially in the race car going over 200 miles an hour. I think we're going to have some given to us. And I think we may even have some for some listeners too. So for the average person that doesn't necessarily aspire to be a fine tuned athlete or, or win dancing with the stars, is this the kind of thing that a regular person can either benefit from or, or, or even notice, right? Or, or is it the kind of thing that maybe is just for people at the top on the athletic side? Well, no, that's what's so great about it is, you know, the, the vitamins that you get, especially thiamine, is, is, is a very important one for the cells and bodies, for, you know, cell recovery, uh, which it, you don't have to be working out every day to, to, for your body to need to recover. That's just something you have to do every night when you sleep. And so it's uh, it's also a very difficult one to get through food. It's only in very specific foods. And so most people are operating with the thiamine deficiency. And so this is a great way of easily getting it into your system. You know, it's transdermal, so the, the patches are way more effective and efficient than uh, any sort of oral uh, medication that you take or supplement that you would take. You know, a lot of that gets lost through the digestive system. Uh, the transdermal stuff, it really takes in a lot of it. And like I said, for cell recovery and everything, it's great. Between you and I, it's not a bad hangover cure either. Pull one of those on before you go to bed after a bit of a night, you will feel much better than you should have. And that just shows you that it's got these active ingredients that are working. It really is helping regenerate the cells in the body. Uh, so it is definitely something that uh, anybody can use. That's awesome. And every man's reason to, to enjoy and kind of get out there and get it is the B1 Performance Patch. We'll have links at WGNRadio.com for that as well. I know we're going to talk with Jerry a little bit later on. 
in the program uh, as well. Last thing, and I know that well, last time we talked with Will Power before the Harvest GP, he meant, of course, he's a big music fan and a drummer, and as, as so many people miss getting out in person and seeing racing and all the sports, and concerts are one of the things that people are missing. We know that you collect you know, antique lighters, and you also collect guitars. We lost someone in music, wanted to get just your thoughts on that, who was who was really an ambassador for both, good or bad, right? Cigarettes and, uh, and guitars, and great guitars. So we lost uh, Eddie Van Halen, a guy that I had followed and uh, and covered a bunch of times over the years but just your thought i don't know that you were like the biggest van halen fan but obviously the guitar playing was was right there yeah i mean it's again I, I, i'm not going to sit here and lie i know the yeah the entire back on front to back but obviously everybody knows eddie van halen and, um i'm i'm such an admirer of guitars as intru- instruments and and guitarists as musicians and there's no doubt that he was one of the best and it's uh it's sad when you see things like that but it's also you know just what I think everybody has to remember is that it's always the passing of a torch. You know, there's always going to be kind of the next one that comes along, and uh, by no means you're replacing anybody. But don't always think about what we're losing. Think about what we still have. And uh, there's a lot of great guitar players out there, and there's a lot of great memories that people have listening to and singing along with and playing along with. You know, Van Halen songs. Yeah, it was a very political answer. There was, and it's one of the things that we're all looking forward to getting back to. And I think it does. It kind of helps us focus on all the reasons why we really enjoy music, enjoy guitarists, concerts, live music, and all the things that hopefully will be the same as well as those big crowds for IndyCar in 2021. So, James, thanks so much for what you're doing. Again, we'll have links up. And thanks for jumping on the show today. Of course. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. 